0: and we're on and we're on yes yes, we're back like you were saying just me and you brother
1: yeah man a dynamic duo back this is uh <laughs> yeah. I, I was kind of i was kind of missing missing just having having your face there rather than having yeah. somebody else like sandwiched it between us not, <laughs> yeah. not, not, not that just like our guests anyway
0: like, <laughs> <about> <laughs> we just need, we just need a little bit of me and you time yeah, Just, man, that's yeah. it. That's it's, it.
1: Been, it's been a few weeks. It's chicken soup for the soul. That's that. That's going to do right there. <laughs> chicken it.
0: soup for the soul. <laughs> <laughs> we call
1: it yeah, call it call it. All kinds are good, man. All kinds are good. yes yeah, it's, <laughs> it's nice to be back, man. It's nice to be back. So we got we got no guests this week. It's me and you doing doing our thing. Rep
0: it. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Talking about repping it. It's ten reps brown
1: today. Ten reps brown. Tell. I'm gonna get into the name. I'm gonna I'm gonna shoot it back. To, I'm gonna shoot it straight to you first. I'm gonna
0: shoot it straight to oh, you. was. Exactly. Talk to me
1: about this Outlaw, man. What is this? Outlaw Brown.
0: Outlaw Brown. Uh, <clears throat> so I've been re-listening to Metallica's S&M album. Okay. And um, the song Outlaw Torn. Such a... It's just... It, like, there's so many epic songs in that. Basically, yeah. if, there was, if there was one... If there was one gig that I could go to and mm. I was told, like, you can't go to any ever gig ever again, that would be the one, hands down. Wow. Like, wow. Okay. If I could have gone to... S M 1999. That would have been the one. Is like it's not that even that I'm a massive heavy metal fan. I am mm-hmm. a metal fan, but like mostly just listening to Metallica, and then with the orchestra as well. It's just something else. Yeah, so wild. if I had the opportunity, <laughs> that would have been that would have been the one gig I would have ever gone to, and like then the, yeah, and then their epic rendition of Outlaw Torn in that in that gig, in that performance, and um, but there's a line in the song where mm. it goes. Um, um the line is if I ever close my mind in fear, please pry it open. So Ooh. that that re- that resonates with me. So I was like, yep, yeah, I need people around me. you know so they can see it happening if I'm ever if I'm ever getting into a place where it feels like my you know my mind is closing off to uh, the world around me or I'm not considering my uh-huh. options or whatever it is, I just need you to pry it open man, just grab a wrench. Grab a grab a crowbar and just pull it apart. So yeah, that was Good a sick man. line. Really enjoyed that
1: line. That's man. awesome. That's awesome. It's yeah. really interesting. You bring up bring up Metallica. I, I've not heard that song before. Um, yeah, I'm gonna listen to it post podcast. Like like just like you were listening to Whitney Houston last week. I'm gonna listen to Metallica.
0: <laughs> yeah, I you that How do I how do I know? Oh man, bro, you had me in stitches <laughs> for so long. <laughs> afterwards, I was like, this is this is Uma's shower music.
1: <laughs> yeah, Whitney Houston. It's not general, Uma, general hype. General hype music, just like, yep, get this shit on. You, you see that movie, uh, I'm going to take out a tangent real quick. Uh, what's it called? In- the inter- Internship.
2: Yes, the yeah. With Wilson and
1: Diego uh, Vince Vaughn. Yeah. At the start, they're listening to, uh, what's it called? Uh, um, uh, ironic ironic by oh, uh, 90%, uh, 90%. 90%. 90%. there you go there you go this is like one of those stupid tunes i like, just like yep this gets me <laughs> this gets me moving yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm, I'm, gonna, I'm gonna listen to metallica after this but you know my uncle was the first person shout out to cool Chachu berry right that's what i call it jachu 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 berry right he's he's the jachu he, he's the guy who who introduced me to metallica back in the day i right. remember seeing his Amazing. we had a we had a vinyl player in my grand grandparents' house, the house mm. that I was I grew I was born into and grew up in a little bit. Um and he had uh, he had these vinyl records. And I remember that the I only remember one vinyl record because the the, the cover was so vivid. It was uh, it was a Metallica album, and I'm I'm gonna butcher it because I, I don't actually know anything about this stuff, but it was like um how can I describe it? It was like that you know, Margin Boo from Dragon Ball Z. And you rings any bells? Oh man, barely. big, big big pink guy, like just kind of pink, okay. but like his face was like exploding almost, right? And it was mm-hmm. right, it was it was the cover mm-hmm. for this. It was sick. And I remember it, it was such a I can picture it right now in my in my in my mind. i have to find it we'll stick a we'll stick a, a picture of up on it uh, on the Instagram page or something. But uh mm-hmm. that was my first introduction to Metallica. And then listening to um oh what was the tune called? Uh For Whom the Bell Tolls. Oh man. Yeah 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 yeah. yeah, yeah, what yeah. And then, to the sky just before you die, what a life! Yeah, lie.
0: crazy, it's
1: the time you, yeah, yeah. And then, uh, what's the other tunes called? Um, i oh, into the Sandman, obviously, mm. just uh, just l- l- legit Metallica. The one that gets me, I think this might be from SNM as well, is uh, mm. No Leaf Clover. I love yeah. that tune, I love that tune. That's that's the one that's stayed with me for ages, man. It's just the kind of, I, I get these, these visions when I listen to that song, I'm just yeah. like, that's that one really really centers me. It's a crazy tune, man.
0: Yeah, it's yeah. it's a it's a sick track. <laughs> the beginning of that for the longest mm-hmm. time, I was like, they used that in Iron Man. I'm sure they used that in Iron Man. Like there was there's a snippet of it where mm-hmm. it got used, uh, where I thought anyway, but I couldn't find a credit for it anywhere in Iron Man. So I was just like, my mind's tricks something or something because it sounded very similar to that, like the beginning of No Leaf Clover, mm-hmm. whatever man. Yeah, no, you, you, I think you're right. You know, I think
1: you're right. It, it was there was nothing to it. I can I, I can hear it now. Now I'm playing like, about the song my in my mind. I can hear some kind of like, because there's like a marching army kind of bit at the very start, and then it moves yeah, yeah. off into the like the melodious tune, and then it drops into into everything else. Um, yeah. Yeah. Interesting. Yes.
0: Yeah. Yeah, I know. It's just like always, always, it always gets me. I'm just like, I swear to God, that's um, that's from Iron Man, but whatever. I don't know. I mm, mean, mm. if somebody knows, if somebody can prove it or not, please just, tell me. Cut me out of my misery.
1: Yeah, man. From some other movie somewhere. Uh, it's, it's cool. Do you know I listened to I was watching uh Guardians of the Galaxy One last night. That's oh, got yeah. some that's got some wicked tunes in it, man. Yeah, they, exactly. they did that they really well. Yeah, they did yeah. that really, really well. It's just cause they, they just drop these, insert these little tiny uh tracks here and there and obviously listen to you go back and listen to the whole album and you're like, This is just wicked, man. From from yeah. the start right to the end. Uh and they're just super quirky tunes. I'm I'm sure back in the day they weren't actually hits mm. or anything else, but they just fit so well.
0: Yeah, they're the sick tracks as well. Like uh, Rubber Man, Rob Band Man. Uh, they got a long washed hour in there as well. But yeah, they got um, mm-hmm. okay, they got okay. some. Ones. I can't remember. Yeah, but yeah, they- this is just a good album to listen to. Just a good feel good album to listen
1: to as well. You're right. You're right. Just, just sticking on, just walking music. Good walking music. Yeah. <clears clears throat> and the movie. And the movie's not bad either. Just just to give us a the movie's good.
0: Yeah. guys <laughs> yeah, God, God <laughs> is <the laughs> galaxy is sick.
1: I love the, uh, the the dynamic between Groot and Rocket is my favourite. Yeah, them them yeah. two make the film for me. He's just like uh, I, I love the scene, you know, in the, in the prison, and uh, they start yeah. off hatching the plan, and uh, they're mm. like, uh, we have to get the battery last. And Groot's over yeah. there just like pick it out of the wall, and it kicks off, mm. and then them two just kind of like stand off in the middle of the prison. Rocket's yeah. firing, he's firing his gun everywhere. Groot's just like screaming his ass off. I'm like, this is so cool. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> seeing that for seeing that for the first time in Leicester Square with my cousin Habib. Um uh, right. just blew our minds, man. Cause it was just the floor to yeah. see walls to wall Yeah. sorry. That was a proper cinema experience. So yeah, right rate yeah. who uh the director of that film. Yeah man. James Cobb? James Cobb? Yeah. yeah, Cudd? James so, Cobb yeah. uh, so, yeah. Okay, 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 yeah. yeah, man. Did you did you see Tenet yet?
0: I'm gonna watch it on Tuesday. <laughs> come <laughs> on. I'm going I'm gonna come in.
1: So say nothing. No, I'm not going to say nothing. I'm just, I'm just. I, wanna, I wanna have. I like how we have organically gone into our movie segment early today, and uh, yeah, I was, <laughs> wait, I, was, I was waiting to just drop, drop into some tell it stuff. But yeah, we, we shall, oh. we shall keep you guys in suspense for one more week.
0: That's that's yeah, uh, exactly. That's probably going to be chat for next week, man. Yeah, that's, definitely. Uh, that's gonna be, that's gonna be, yeah, that's gonna be sick. Is uh, um, tell you're looking forward to it. Yeah, 100%. His is the early movies I end up looking forward to, really. Like, properly looking forward to. Um, so, uh, it's going to be interesting.
1: Yeah, man. Yeah, I watched a really interesting breakdown of, of the movie um, mm. in relation to... Not in relation to any, to any way that like the plot is tied to or anything. Nothing like that. But in mm. relation to Inception and in relation yeah, okay. to... What was the film called? We discussed it at one time. Um,
2: was with, it Instella?
1: No, no, no. With Christian Bale and uh, Hugh Jackman, what was the film called? Oh, Luke, *Prestige*. There you go. There you go. That's—I didn't know that was a Nolan film. Um, yeah, yeah. So yeah, so they kind of—they like—they just compare them with all three. And uh, yeah. yeah, I'm interested to just hear what you say, and then we can uh, we can dive into that next week too, man. Yeah,
0: hundred percent. I think uh, yeah, yeah. You know, as it, it you—it know, might even be that *The Prestige* is my favorite Nolan movie. I need to rewatch
1: that thing. Uh, we've talked about mm. it a few times and i remember watching it years ago I with my dad I, I think take taking us to watch it and um really being engrossed like being a kid i think it came out when did it come out do you have any idea
0: 2006 yeah
1: okay so i was young i was a like, young teen mid-teens right yeah. and uh watching it and being like this is legit like this i mm. like this film like i like this i like this way this guy's just going deeper like and you want to just what happens next like just properly yeah. in on the story." um but then kind of being a bit confused by some things but i think watching it back now um hopefully you will be able to get the whole thing um yeah but yeah i'm gonna rewatch that for sure for
0: sure yeah do it man when you do tell me what you think as well because that's there's, okay. there's like, so many discussion points for that movie because i find that's yeah that's definitely one as well where you watch that several times and you can pick up something new each time as well okay
1: okay 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 that, that's homework for the week then bro you can get to the, uh, <laughs> yeah. cinemas Get, get some popcorn, watch watch some Tenet, and I'm gonna go watch Prestige at some point. I'll, yeah. I'm gonna clear two hours of my diary and uh, yeah. stick that on. Yeah, man. Weird. Looking forward to it. Even. Looking forward to it. That's it, man. That's That's gonna it. be good. It, uh, that, was that was that one of Hugh Jackman's first films?
0: No, no. I think um, he'd he'd already know. He like Wolverine was already out like two X Men already oh, yeah. come back two thousand, and oh, then. Okay. Yeah, and he would have been on the scene already before that, before then, and then okay. just uh, Wolf, his character, his Wolverine character, what well, I think put him mm. in the put him into stardom. Yeah, that was epic. That was pretty epic. And apparently, he, he was
1: doing pantos before that, wasn't he? Just like super random yeah. doing doing pantomimes, and then just like Wolverine. Yeah. Oh
2: shit!
0: Okay. Yeah, exactly. Super yeah, he's over. a he's a big theater geek as well. So mm. um, I think that like, that's why with the especially the relationship between. Um, Borden and uh, Angia in the prestige, so oh, Christian Bell's character, yeah, Christian Bell's character, and Hugh Jackman's character is like uh, you can just it just makes so much sense to pick those mm. two dudes to be those characters as well because you almost get the sense that Angier is all about uh, Hugh Jackman is like Angier in the sense it's all about the reaction of the audience, is like it's the look mm. on their faces, whereas mm. with um, <clears throat> Christian Bale, um, Borden's character, where it's just, it's about the art. It's about doing mm. it to the best of your ability and like, and that's what it's about. And you, he's, he's like that. You can, you get the impression that he's like that. Cause given his, you know, super private life, uh, he doesn't give a shit about like um, doing anything publicly. Yeah, he's just, he is who he is kind of, kind of guy as well is um, yeah. It was just, it was just perfect. It was perfect for those guys to be those characters. I think.
1: I like it. I like it. You're building suspense, bro. Building suspense. I, remember that. Yeah. I can vaguely remember. Michael is Michael Caine in there as well. Yep. Yep. Yeah. Okay. then okay. you see yeah, It's all coming back to you, bro. It's all coming back to me. Yeah,
0: yeah he's man. pretty much he's in before. all <laughs> of. Yeah, he's in all of <laughs> Nolan's movies, bar the first two. So.
1: Okay. Okay. Oh shit! He's literally been there for every one of them.
0: Pretty much, yeah. Except for uh, yeah, Mement- Memento and After system. That.
1: Yeah. Okay. 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 Very cool. Very cool. Yeah, man. Um nice, nice. I'm gonna check it out for sure. Yeah. So man, no. tell me how's how's the week been?
0: What's what's been going on? It's all right, man. Like uh tell me about Ten Reps Brown. Uh, Ten reps
1: brown. Ten reps brown was uh me? was just a conversation that I was having uh having with a friend and um it was it was one of those conversations where it was like kind of realized that we had come to a point where now nothing really seems difficult and the the when i say that i don't i'm not trying to say that like everything's easy no i'm trying to say that everything is 10 reps away and what i mean by that is whatever whatever the task you're trying to trying to accomplish whatever task you're trying to get through um it really is only a case of do try try again and keep trying and 10 reps, is, 10 reps is an arbitrary number 10 is an arbitrary number reps is just doing the doing of the thing you know what i mean and um and it's there it's it's, it's there in the ether you know what i mean it's, it's there to be had it's just the case of showing up and doing it and that was the premise around the name a little bit was was kind of just something that i, I was thinking about this really i think it was this morning actually um talking came up in conversation uh, i just said it's 10 reps away and uh that was like oh yeah shit yeah 10 reps we've done 10 reps a lot of times <laughs> like 10 reps is basic you know what i mean 10 reps just kind of yeah, yeah. like like kind of probably probably i'm just developing this now but taking the concept of something really big and then making it making it 10 reps like 10 reps what is it push-ups 10 reps squats 10 reps easy 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 work yeah. right and uh then you're kind of you're making the the mountain into a molehill and you're just <laughs> you're just stepping on it. yeah this is easy and um yeah yeah just something that I thought you know what we could uh, we could delve into a little bit <clears throat> or even yeah. just give your own account of um, but 100% I think for people out there like, I brought it up with a client this week and I brought up the the concept of like what's the word um, the, the samurai right so from one, uh, I'm, I'm linking it back to movies probably one of my, my top five favourite films of all time The Last Samurai
2: yes
1: yep, yes right <laughs> great film love that film yeah man and um just their way and how they they see the world and how they're kind of just unyielding in in staying on their path right there's there's so much we can go into with, with with all that stuff um but what i brought up with this client was give give a few videos that talk like that a chance just just sit with them see where you can potentially latch onto one of their teachings and even if it's a billion miles away from how you think recognize mm-hmm. that certain people in the world have pitched their sat pitched their uh, their flag in the sand on this beach where it's staying calm staying within yourself doing the same daily tasks every day and seeing that it produces amazing results so <clears throat> amazing results in terms of in terms of just keeping your center, not letting things pull you off your game, which I felt like this client was struggling with a little bit. So I, I mentioned it to him and um, it was I love crazy. that you
0: gave I love that you gave the last samurai as homework to your client. Oh yeah. Man. Like, every every PT is like oh, man, my PT's making me do like three cardio sessions a week and four training sessions a week. What's your PT going you do? It's making me watch Last Samurai. <laughs> <laughs> Just sit <sitting> there. <laughs> Just yeah, <laughs> watching the movie that's it, yeah, man. That's popcorn, it. Though. just snacking on some carrots <laughs> that's it that's it, man. That's it. Stay I, on that driveway, right
1: that's pretty right. joking too right man yeah just 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 because it's it's for me this client i felt like there was something that he was trying to access and whether that's be whether that be like oh i'm trying to stick to a diet i'm trying to nail my training program or whatever but the foundation of when you're doing it be cool about it be happy about it kind of be Mm. there in the moment knowing that there's something to be gained from this um without kind of feeling like oh my god i'm training or i'm doing this or whatever Mm. and i'm getting a bit i'm just uh, what you're doing in that instance is you're you're reinforcing the fact that you feel stressed and you're doing that stressed rep again and again you're very good at that stressed rep that's why we're here in the first place. You know what I mean? That's that's why we're here. And let's let's kind of learn to recognize that if if there is people out there in the world that are doing something, that means it can be done, right? So the fact that you're not there yet, let's go let's go and just give give ten reps to this kind of training and see see where you can get with that. You know what I mean? Because I know this guy to be very very academic, smart guy, applies himself, runs an amazing business. Um, so he can apply himself. When he applies himself, it's, it's game on. But sometimes in that realm, to get where he's got, he's had to do certain reps. But let's not turn our mind off to the fact that there's other reps that we can be doing, but we've got to be quite willing to, to leave our leave our current state of play and be like, I'm going to just go and, just go and try this out. And um, yeah, that was the context within, it, within which... I can relate it back, but the way I meant it was just everything is is but ten reps away from you understanding it, from you having a footing in it and uh, from you being able to potentially apply it and see how else it can fit and and then it then it's fun. Then it's really fun because you have another string to your bow. You know, what I mean you 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 don't you don't necessarily um, any any knowledge, I don't know I don't know the quote around it, but any knowledge is like it gives you options now, you know. What I mean we can play with this in different ways. Um, whereas before, if you're just consistent with your same the same one one weapon. When that runs out, when that stops being effective, you're done. You know, I mean we we've got no other things to go off of. But I, I want I want an infinity of, of Mary Poppins tool tool bag where I can just pull this out and pull this out and pull this out. And one week I'm running with Metallica, and next week I'm running with Whitney Houston. It's like it's all it's all good. <laughs> you know, it's all good. Let's 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 try and let's try and let's try and be a bit various in in our approaches. But yeah. yeah. It's, it's it's just that close, just that close, you know, with, with an open mind.
0: Yeah, yeah. I think there, there's certainly power to that as well because um, just using a client I had years ago <clears throat> as a case study who had um, a back problem and then needed to basically – it was a runner, so would run marathons every year, half marathons quite regularly and stuff like that. But running was very much a catharsis for life as well, you know, just mm. super high-stress life and stuff. And then when the back became an issue – and then, like you know, the best advice was first, you're gonna like ideal scenario, you're gonna cut this out, and then we're gonna build you up so that you can handle doing this again. There, um, there was a lot of anxiety wrapped around doing that, so we had to find a bit of a middle ground, whereas a compromise, whereas like, okay, cool, you're gonna do this because you feel like you have to because this is your only way you feel like you're gonna manage stress, but you're gonna to have to understand that your recovery is gonna take a hell of a lot longer um if if you if you want to do it this way and it's like if that's a trade-off you're willing to make he's willing to make and was willing to make it because uh, running was the only thing he had to deal with the stresses of life so when there was a potential that i was going to be taken away temporarily it was like okay the only way this person knows how to handle life was being taken away from them uh-huh. and that's not ideal that's just not cool so But the thing is, is like, I guess in a lot of ways, the only way you realize that that's the only option you're giving yourself is by having it taken away from you. You you don't know what you got, it's gone kind of thing. And then, so I learned a lesson from that as well, which was if if I ever have something taken away from me, I need to know that I have something else I can fall back on, which is gonna help me keep moving forward in my pursuits. So again, using achieving physical ideal, trying to be physically active and healthy as the example, there's been periods like you know I can't do jits because you know, my neck played up or something like that Lock- lockdown you know so that's the longest stint I've had of not doing jitsu since I started doing it uh, since 2016 and it's like if that's if if that's the only thing that I have going for me then I'm going to get depressed pretty quickly I'm going to get out of shape pretty quickly I'm going to feel like this agitated um uh, dormant energy in me which is always willing to always needing to get out and it's just not going to be directed very well whereas you know i found other i can find other ways of expressing that energy and expressing mm-hmm. myself so that it never ends up being an issue and i keep myself on a good level even keel so what you say there about finding different things that you can fall uh, fall back on the various kind of activities or practices or whatever it might be that's um yeah that's legit that's powerful because. Yeah, the last thing you want to do is have something taken away from you, which you don't have a replacement for. Uh, knowing you have other things to be able to fall back on.
1: Too right, man. Too right. Yeah. I like that. I like that running analogy. It made me think of, so I train, I'm training now as uh, another kid. Um, so Felix, mm-hmm. I mentioned before, and um, another client that I used to have back in the day, uh, a guy called Mohammed. he, I'm training his son and he's also 13 years old. And uh, he's 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 gonna do something special. Um, and I'm gonna yes. save his story for another time. But something Ooh. happened while while I was training him. Where where there's he lives in a, in a in a little community where a little street where there's loads of houses, loads of families, loads of loads of stuff. And the next door neighbor kids were playing out. And there's an older boy and there's a younger boy. And the older boy's riding his bike around, just just being a little marauder, like doing his thing. And he comes out and he smashes his bike into his into his little kid's into his little brother's uh, bike. And the kid like legit flies off his bike but he's fine he's uh-huh. okay and um the kid falls and does what i would definitely would have done when i was little <laughs> which is cried his ass off like let out the mm. biggest like <gasps> ah just like everything <laughs> came out of this kid like the whole earth just shook for a while right and um i just realized i was like that is that is shit didn't go his way and didn't know how to regulate it he didn't know how to kind of do anything so he went straight to like i'm gonna scream the house down i'm gonna do the only thing i know how to do i'm gonna do it well like so everyone knows about it. everyone knows that there's a problem right now there's a problem we need to fix this and uh his dad came out he was fine he was okay just he was just he just fell off his bike um but in a way that's an example of what adults can be uh, at at uh, at any kind of advanced stage in life, where okay, we've, we've we've hung our hat on the fact that I like to cycle my bike. I'm on my bike and I'm happy and I'm happy happy. Oh, I'm off my bike now. I've fallen off my bike. I've been knocked off my bike, and now I don't have my bike anymore. I feel hurt. I can't do anything, and I'm going to scream my ass off about it. And everyone's going to know about it. And well, how are we any different, really? Like when 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 our and our one thing didn't go our way, it, it has to you. How you have to be able to pivot on the spot and change the 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 the. Uh, the um the means of moving forward um mm. or otherwise you're just you're just left there like the kid like screaming until someone comes and saves you but really in in adult life no one's coming you know what i mean like that that's mm. you got to figure that shit out and like luckily we get yeah. to help people figure that stuff out because maybe mm-hmm. we've had to figure that stuff out ourselves and yeah we definitely have um and we can only just share advice at the end of the day right and mm-hmm. i think that's uh that's a that's a big thing that's a big thing you what what gets you like it's it's like i link it back to powerlifting sometimes uh well, thing people i've heard speaking powerlifting i think there's so many lessons to be learned and one of the things i've heard before is um i think ed cohen said this where he said uh, what gets you to 100 kilos doesn't get to 200 kilos so it's a case of like you've got to 100 kilos and you're able to deal with this level of stress or you're able to deal with this somehow your body's tissues or whatever but what we'll gets you to the next integer is learning more, is applying yourself differently, is is basically buying different books and hiring different coaches. And there's a whole new level of investment that has to go along with being the 200-kilo guy rather than just the 100-kilo guy, right? Literally, you have to be twice as equipped um, in some ways. And that, that that's, that's just another way of saying you can't just rely on the same old tricks to move you forward, right? And uh, that that's uh, that's what I had to chat with this client about, and I think he, he definitely understood. Um, but now it's a case of just doing it, doing those ten reps, seeing where you end up at the other, at the other end of it, seeing where you can apply it, and if you can't, cool, we go again because there's so many other things that we haven't, haven't explored. But fe- but being the kid on the floor, feeling stuck, and feeling like oh the world's coming to an end, that's mm. that's that's we can't have that. Not not in this kind of in this setting. You know what I
0: mean? Yeah, man.
2: Yeah, yeah
0: yeah it's um there's like when you were talking about that story it also reminded me of a time when uh, just a few years ago we're in the summer and there's a park nearby throwing a frisbee and then uh, one of my mates like launched the frisbee but he just launched it way too far right so he just took mm-hmm. off and um so like we're in a bit of a triangle on the green and then there's a path that goes next to that patch mm-hmm. of green and uh, there's a family there's a woman and her kids and the uh, son's probably like six years old just riding his little tricycle and then all i see is this frisbee heading towards this kid right and i could just see it and i'm like oh my god oh my god oh my god it's getting closer it's getting closer it's getting closer this kid's riding along on his bike and he's about to get taken out by a frisbee and then it just like comes along and it just clocks it like on the side of the head Mm. and I mean like by that point it was floating downwards so it was super light. It would, just imagine right. like just taking a flick to the head. That's probably what it felt like, right? <laughs> what was hilarious was just seeing the kids, because we just went, oh shit, oh no, we've just hit a fucking child. The mother's gonna Damn. go crazy. And we're like, oh no. And then what was hilarious about it was just seeing the kid figuring out whether he should cry or not. Mm. It just hit him and he noticed something is obviously off. It shocked him a little bit. He's just like, it sh- got shook a bit. And then because he's been hit, he's thinking, Well, I can imagine he's thinking, Well, when I get hit, it normally hurts, and I start to yeah, cry. Yeah. But because it wasn't hard enough, his face was just like eh, 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 eh. and then he just started crying. It was like bro, you know that you just cry so you can get it. but you didn't even need to, it was oh, so funny. And then we were like, "Oh, we're so sorry, we're so sorry, we're so sorry." And the mother was like, "It's fine, it's fine." But it's also that as well, which is, in a way, it's just another story of this is the expectation. This is how I like. This is how I know to react. So I'm going um, to react. that way. Yes. Where where that's not really that's not really an appropriate response, and you yes. can feel it's not an appropriate response as well. So it's like you got to figure out that this isn't the way to go about <laughs> go that's about doing. It yeah so that's where it kind of it kind of reminded me of that as well it was it was just hilarious because just seeing the kid work out whether you should cry or not and yeah. be like yeah you're gonna cry because that's how i get attention
2: that's
0: it's, it. just, it's like it applies to adults as well because that's what happens a lot of the time like i had a friend a while back who um was going out with someone for seven years and then uh, when we met and she was uh, we met for like a breakfast or something like that and then she just goes um yeah so you know a, broke up with my boyfriend like you know just basically ex- exclaiming it as if it was um like just awful and i was like was it for me i'm, I'm not going to be like oh poor you so sorry to hear uh. that it was just well is it better for you she goes yeah probably will be i was like congratulations <laughs> she yeah, was like
2: exactly
0: what what like why are you why are you upset about for it uh, about it for me? And I'm like, well, why would I be? Because mm-hmm. seven years you've been on the rocks for a little while, and now you think it's going to be a good decision for you. You might be looking for sympathy. I'm not the guy to give it to you. I'm going to be the guy who's telling you, Jocko Willing style, good. good. <laughs> yeah. So if, that's, if that's what you want to hear you need to take that to someone else but the point being is just don't cry about it if it's actually going to end up being something useful for you later on right and yeah. um, if it's going to help you grow i mean sure you mourn the loss that's completely fine but don't be stuck in that to the point where you just look uh, you're just looking for that kind of sympathy for mm. being, uh, being in a shit scenario whereas my first instinct is is it good for you okay great mm. then, <laughs> what are you going to do about it Is it going to, how are you going to propel yourself forward from here?
1: You're right, man. You know what it is? Don't be an enemy of your own progress. Yes. That's what it is. Don't be an enemy of your own moving forward in the world. Like when you talk about the kid, uh, I love both those examples. You talk about this this kid who's like trying to figure out, like, am I going? Do I need to cry? Like. (laughs) no you definitely don't let's let's do that rep now let's do that rep because like as a kid i had hardwired into me um not by anybody just by myself that when i cried or when i lost my shit i got my way and then that was my that was my go-to so um it was it was like it stayed with me for so long um but then you learn jits and you learn other ways that it just just doesn't go your way now like that you need to find other answers please um And and you learn that in school, you learn that in exams, or like you don't study, you just don't you don't get it by mm-hmm. just showing up on the day and just being present. Like doesn't doesn't equal that. So it, it's a case of you need to develop in separate another answers, right? Like that kid only had that one route of like hit, feel a certain way, do I like it? Yes, no, probably no, cry. It's like <laughs> yeah. that, that's 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 the that's the flow chart in his mind kind of bringing him to, exactly. that, to that scenario, and he's like, yep, go, and everything kind of comes out um whereas your kid kind of had like a bit of a it's okay really like he didn't really need yeah. to cry well he was with his mates probably he'd be like yeah, it's fine whatever throw it back um and yeah the same thing for your for your your girl your your uh the girlfriend um who's like probably had loads of instances where her other friends or family or whatever would have just pandered to it and been like oh, okay yeah i'm sorry or what, what what did he do and whatever you're thinking about taking him back and just getting into yeah. that bullshit chat it's like no you're growing mm-hmm. great yeah. like i'm happy for you exactly. I, I want good i think i'm genuinely think, I think the same thing happened to me recently as well um right. and it was like uh, i don't know what was expected but I, I think i reacted in a very similar way to you did and it was just like oh great nice like that that's, yeah. good. that's a good thing like what like what i'm i'm not i'm not whether it's a good thing or a bad thing it's a decision you've made so i'm going to hopefully mm-hmm. support you through with it right and that's, that's yeah, it. that's that's where whereas is, whereas is the other people are just going to keep you in that space and it's like mm, this is not cool this let's let's really see what's happening here you you're, you're legit holding your each other back and like swimming in this like pool of of just dead energy <laughs> like let's let's just be a bit more fire yeah come on now
2: fire that's fire. It. fire
1: fire fire yeah, man. But no, exactly. that, that, it's far too, far
0: too. Uh, sorry, go on, bro. No, no. All I was going to say is, because ultimately, at the end of the day, you're going to have to live with that decision, whether you like it or not. Right. So it's definitely like, yeah, cool. Again, I always say, you know, you got to live in the, like we talked about before as well, you got to live in the present, you got to mourn it, you got to process it, mm. but don't, don't wallow in it. You know, you can't, mm. you can't be doing that. You got to be able to, you got to be able to certainly process stuff like that. Because uh, it's, yeah, it just it's it's an opportunity to take life on in a, in a new route. You know? mm. It's like, I think I sent it to you. There's this um, guy on, uh, he's on Instagram. His account is called Visualize Value. And um, okay. I love it. Yeah, you did. You did, yeah. Because yeah. he just basically takes concepts or he takes quotes and he turns them into a visual for people. And I'm just like, every time I'm like, that was so clever. That was so clever. That was so clever. And the one that I really liked um, recently was, um and i think no i talked about it before as well like he had one where it's like reality perception i think i I I told you about that in like um several podcasts ago but it's just basically here's a circle and that's all a reality and then here's an observer who's a dot outside a circle and you all you can see is just kind of a portion of reality right and then there was another one which was um like you know perspective so that's your perspective on reality but there was another way that it was kind of uh, portrayed which was like you know the lenses that you view the world from so it's like you view the world from one lens it shines out into and then like you know here's a whole big reality and then you add like another lens it's kind of like a magnifying glass and it's just um, and it just increases that area that you're able to see of the world mm. so that experience is basically increasing your ability to see the world for what it is like in a bigger way you know you're improving your you're improving your perspective and um that's 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 what that's what all these things are for as well you're improving your perspective it's something that allows you to get wiser basically mm,
1: mm. that's so true man so true it's you, you what you just raised made me think about a client of a friend and um so he's uh this trainer's training uh sorry a client of a trainer that i know this, this trainer's training the client post lockdown And this client feels, I'm sorry, through, through this client's kind of journey, stress battling kind of, um, existing, I'd say like family dynamics, cultural dynamics, some of the things we've been, been, been talking about the last couple of weeks, right? They're, they're ever present. So they, they bring out a, a baseline of stress. Yeah. And this client has to deal with that. They have to be aware of that. They have to, move forward with that but so I can kind of liken this in the sense that say uh, a, a militant granddad would kind of be a little bit yeah so and what like do more do more do more I'm not happy until it's perfect I'm not happy until it's I've got everything you know what I mean rather than being aware of the fact that okay we're here now we've got this and we can we can move forward on this we can we can plan here we can th- we can we can look at the lot we can look at the things we've lost but we can also look at this in a positive spin you know what i mean um and having that that dichotomy that duality sorry so this clients in the gym post lockdown and strength isn't where it was pre-lockdown obviously because we've not done these repetitions we've not been able to do uh squats and deadlifts and all the, all these things that we this client enjoys doing in the gym so rather than looking at the situation with like the big lens that you talked about which is oh we're back in the gym and we see the whole perspective, like, fantastic. I'm so happy to be here. I have to be socializing. I have to be away from my home, which was getting a bit stale. I have to be outside <coughs> again. The sun's shining. Everyone's training. Music's going. And we've got all these plus points. I'm back with my trainer. Um, there is, instead, this thing of, oh, but I've lost this this gains. I've lost these gains, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? And really, you can't do anything about that. So all, all you're choosing in that moment is you're choosing to look back at what was and kind of be attached to this old visual, old version of yourself when reality right now, does that really help us? Yeah, in a way, because we know what we're capable of. But right now, can we not push forward, look at where we are, be grateful for where we are, set a plan, know that within a couple of weeks now we can come back and we can actually get back to where we were and even push push beyond that because maybe baseline levels of stress have gone down. You've been resting a lot more. We can really crank it now um, when we when we kind of get back into the flow of things. Those things are much more leave us with much more hope in the moment. Whereas the other way of thinking is just going to be like, oh well, I'm just shit, right? I need to go home and bury my head in the sand and never come out again because I can't go back to where I was. But that I think that repetition within certain people is ever is very very present and i think recognizing that in yourself or having a trainer to bring that out in you i think it's priceless because you're then going to go forward to somebody else and speak those same potentially speak those same negative reps or, or even bring that into their awareness where you don't need to you need to you need to be focusing on the things that we can do right now you know what i mean how can we still be effective how can we move forward we can't go back inside but we can still jog
0: on the right way that's it, man. And like, uh, shout out to Hemel again, because he brought that to everyone's awareness as a client last week as well. The stuff that we talk about, which is you know, celebrating the wins. And even if you're adjusting downwards or mm. repressing something, you're still celebrating that because you're still moving forward compared to yes. if you didn't do that at all, right? Compared yes. to if you made that start. And so that's where it sounds like this person could really uh, gain from is. Mm-hmm looking at it like that, which is, all right, well, I'll have another opportunity to, um, I, well, basically you're going back to doing the thing that you love is like, you know, celebrate that as opposed to what you feel like you might have lost because right. you've achieved that status before, you can get it back. Yes. And and that's the part of, part of the journey as well. You're gonna have to adapt to shit that happens mm-hmm. and can't be too upset about the fact that you've got to start from a little bit further back than where you would have liked to have been. Yeah. But ultimately- exactly. Yeah, because like different ways of looking at it as well. It can give you more drive. You can be like, all right, this is where I was before. So unfortunate that I've you know lost those gains. Um, but I'm pumped. To, I'm pumped to get them back. You know, uh. like like you said, instead of being too attached to the old self. Um, that's yeah. I think that's also vital as well because because you invest so much in something and being a certain way or you, know, you work hard at something. You achieve it. The idea of losing that feels like nah. It's just not an option. You just don't want to do that. Uh, and um, and then you're willing to actually just bury yourself in the shit in the long run for trying to keep hold of the thing that you've attained when it's not actually worth trying to claw onto and keep hold of. Uh, keep hold of that thing. Because um, just yeah, it's well. just not gonna serve you mentally well. So you have to you have to figure out. You have to learn how to adapt. It's something that I've wondered about as well. Is like, for example, you know, I left um, I left a career to come into health and fitness, and then because I've done that once, I figured if I had to drop it all again, I might be able to do the same thing again. Um. You know, but, but then it comes down to also you know how much commitment and effort and Like you know, hard work and you know dedication, everything that goes into like producing something which I'm proud of, and I'm helping people with, then the idea of letting that go, it does Mm. sound like uh, you know something you don't want to do because it's like you know it's like your baby. You know, you work at something, you work at something, and you produce something. You did this, and you know that's uh, that's an amazing project and that you've accomplished and continue to accomplish and make better and better and better so to think that at some point you might have to let that go just seems mm-hmm. um seems too much to take so um but because there's a rep in it already somewhere inside me says you know what if the time came if i had to you would have um, you'd be all right to do that because mm-hmm. it also comes down to phases of life as well it's like uh, we talk about all the time it's like you, you're evolving all the time you know you you're mm you're a version of a human being. If you feel like you're exactly the same as you were 10 years ago, then something's gone wrong as opposed to something's gone right. So yes, um, So in that evolution, you, I feel like, you know, I could find something like that I'm equally passionate about and it's in a different realm. Mm-hmm. Then maybe you, maybe I have to make a choice. I don't know. I don't know what that looks like, but again, it comes down to um, being okay with having to let go of, things you've built up and in the for the sake of moving forward and achieving kind of the next level of fulfillment
1: that's it man that's it nothing's promised right nothing's promised like like we have these plans cool but who's to say that the lesson you're supposed to learn right now is a one of getting 90 percent of the way there and then just all of it falling apart i remember Mm -hmm. like a personal story of mine uh year year eight or year nine um really really enjoying playing cricket for school school team learning how to learning how to uh, to to bowl well really enjoying bowling put it that way um and i think the day or the second day before um we were playing lunchtime or whatever and i think i got pushed by somebody or whatever it was just like kind of one of those random kind of occurrences and i slipped and i, I broke my wrist little tiny hairline fracture and I was in such like I knew something was wrong right and I, and I knew because my my wrist was like pressing up against my shirt like it was that swollen <laughs> initially and I was like I was like it's fine it's fine it's okay I'm gonna go, 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 go cricket tomorrow I'll be okay I'll be okay I'll be okay like every time I like turned my hand it was like excruciating pain in my wrist obviously because there's a freaking hairline fracture in there but um, the the denial in me was such like such that that I went home and uh, my mom looked at me like as I walked in like dragging my arm behind me like this thing broke (laughs) but I don't know what to do with it and and she was like what is going on with your wrist I was like that's okay and I could visibly see on my face that not okay right this is hurting me and she looked at my arm she was like it's entirely red and it's like it's like bursting out of the seams of your of your shirt right like it's swollen as hell get to the hospital and uh so we get there and x-ray and there's a, a hairline fracture but the denial in me to be like, I won't yeah. be able to play cricket now. I this can't be broken. Like this can't be yeah. broken. Like this can't I know because I have to go to school tomorrow with a frigging cast on. How can I bowl? How can I do anything with a cast? Like you can't roll, run in, have this big club in one of your arms, and like there's no you can't you just can't do it, right? It's not gonna work. Um and that was it. That was that was that was a lesson, and now I see back to be like, you had all these plans, but no it's not this is the lesson you need to learn actually like you you take stock in the preparation the fact that you are that guy when it's time to bowl they're, they're going to call you first like but right now you have to park it you're going to learn your lesson and you got to learn the lesson in patience and learn it when you're when you're friggin' 12 years old right that's that's you in year eight um and yeah it's it's, it's a case that learn it now or learn it later you just got to learn it um yeah and again back to that like nothing is promised it's it's not gonna go your way all the time so i don't need to pivot on the moment is everything that's, that's 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 such a key such a key skill to learn um and it serves you serves you in so many ways because you look at jits you look at pff, anything pt you have a client that comes in and you're like oh my god this client is amazing i get to flex all my muscles with this client this program that program this exercise that exercise that exercise, yeah. and they go home and they can't stick to a diet plan you're just like oh goodness yeah. me like come on like this this is this is this is you're made for this and like, as much as you want that client to be next america's next top model right you you're just not going to get it because because they need to uh, there's some, something else there's another lesson that you need to upskill that to try and get them across the line and that's yeah. just that's just life in a funny way you know what i mean it's like oh you thought you had it but uh, no sorry yeah. <laughs> try again Computer's yeah. no, you know what I mean? so, so, <laughs> exactly yeah but yeah no it's interesting it's proper interesting
0: yeah this is the beauty of uh, how business is dealing with people yeah, it's like mm. we're learning as much uh, as they are along the process yeah
1: yes um so,
0: yeah there's exactly. always there's always an opportunity to always an opportunity to learn with them it's like mm. uh, they're learning something from our expertise but by them being human we're some we're learning something about how to just tap into people a little bit better oh yeah uh, and, and help them achieve what they want to achieve it's, it's just so fascinating man just amazing yeah, what it actually is to kind of well achieve those physical goals but also just what it is to be a human being and how everybody just you know, interfaces. yeah interfaces it's like the, uh, the the principles are pretty much the same you know? how to live how to live a good life mm. regardless of who you are is just adapting it's what um you know how simon said when we had him on where when he's teaching personal trainers is like um here's the framework and then you're just going to plug the individual into the framework Mm -hmm. The system is the same thing it's uh, it's always the same thing where it's like you know to live a healthy life it's like the system is there you just need to plug yourself in to that system and just adapt it so that it's um applying applying to how you want to You want to live things. So let's say, for example, a core thing is to know your values. You know, know what you stand for. So you live by them. Otherwise, you just feel like you have a bit of a wishy-washy existence without really realizing why that is. Mm. That applies to everyone. And then it's just okay. Well, you just plug in your values. You say what they are. You live by those values, and you're going to live that fulfilled life instead of feeling like you're wishy-washy. So it doesn't matter who you are. You know, like. I value physical health. Somebody might value. Somebody else might value um, autistic endeavour, and so it's like, okay, well, whereas I get my fulfilment from going for that for physical health <clears throat> in all these different ways, you have your artistic endeavours, which you place on that same pedestal, or rather, not even a pedestal, but the same priority. So you know, you go do those things, and um, and yeah, and then that's it. You're you're achieving.
1: Mm. Too right, man. Too right. Really interesting. I love what you said earlier about the the client learning as much as we're learning. That's really mm. interesting. I like that because yeah. I think as a PT, sometimes when I was brand new, I'd think of it like I'm teaching you, I'm teaching you, I'm teaching you, I'm teaching you, yeah. Where, rather than being like, I need to adapt my approach based upon how you present yourself. And mm. there is a lesson within that. Rather than trying to shoehorn somebody into a squat, let's learn about the actual framework, like you mentioned with Simon. And let's get them to knee flex, let's get them to hip to hinge. let's get them to do it within their realm of understanding currently and then potentially move forward. But it's uh it's this is another quote from the power of now. Um the teacher and the taught together create the teaching, right? So it's like that that institution is only gonna come about through having somebody who who is potentially more and potentially lesser in this situation but you need both you need both to to have that middle ground form which is the actual oh, okay this this is this is the this is the thing that we're going to plug in and play with because of how you presented and because of how i the, the experience i've had and that's that's the fun part of being being a coach being being in this realm is not only upskilling but really upskilling and then being like, oh shit i don't have that answer damn what do i do now like i've got to go away and find out and uh i, I wish i did I, I i i am definitely worth this per hour but um maybe i don't have that answer but i'm gonna go in and figure it out and that, that's all mm-hmm. i'm gonna go in and point you in the right direction um that's the fun part of it that's the seriously fun part of it and I, th- I think there's there's times when you find yourself doing the job and wishing it was easier but then you look back and you're like no that was perfect that was exactly <laughs> what i needed at that time you know what i mean that was that was exactly what i needed because there's clients that have have legit made tried to make me a black belt in dealing with human beings, and yeah. now I kind of kind of get it a bit better. And obviously, sometimes you get it big time wrong. Um, but again, those are the ones that are moving you forward, right?
0: Yeah, exactly. Is yeah. uh, again flipping flipping my perspective onto oh shit, I wish it was easier to being like no, actually, if I'm wishing that, that means I'm in exactly the right place. <laughs> it mm. needs- it needs to be this difficult. I need to. I need to push through, man. Is um, it's like uh. So last couple of weeks I've been doing some breathing training. Oh. So like um, I don't know if you've heard of like Appier tables, like free diving, uh, free what free divers use to get as soon as I say breathing, you just taking a big yaw. That's nice, man. <laughs> it's like uh, so what free divers use to improve their uh, um, breathing capacity, so they can hold okay. their breath longer when they go underwater so it's like there's a bunch of health benefits to it right with um <clears throat> with uh, in terms of holding your breath so the main reason i'm doing it is like the fitness gains that you can get from it as well it's not just about how long you can hold your breath for it's like okay if you build up that tolerance to the amount of carbon dioxide that's building up in your body your body actually gets a lot better and a lot more efficient at using oxygen yeah. in your, your vital organs become a lot more efficient at using oxygen and um and you become a lot more efficient at breathing as well so that um so you're healthier basically because at the end of the day oxygen is our uh is our life giver so if we're not getting it to the right places efficiently which most people aren't because they don't know how to breathe well like uh, you know a lot of people are breathing through the mouth for example as opposed to breathing nasally and then a lot of people breathe quite shallow instead of taking long slow deep breaths and so this kind of training is helping to push is definitely pushing beyond Comfort like nothing about this training has been comfortable, and uh, so what you said just kind of made me think of that. Is change and like the idea of changing perspective. So I'm two weeks in out of a four week plan, and now is getting to the stage where I've got to do these breathing drills daily. And the ultimate goal is like I'm holding my breath right now. The um, so today's workout was basically starting off at two minutes thirty, hold breath, hold one minute breathe and then increase by 15 seconds until three minutes 15 and then go around so two minutes 30 two minute 45 three minutes and three minutes 15 and then do that one more time with the loop and what happens is you get this you get this urge to breathe which you have to fight through and it's a fucking crazy feeling man (laughs) my brain and my body are telling me you need to breathe but i'm overriding that function and I'm like, no, I have to hold it for for oh. this long. And cool. what you're, yeah, is wild, is wild. So when you do it for the first time, is uh, it's just okay. You feel you, you you have the urge to breathe, and you're like, okay, I need to hold a little bit longer. I need to hold a little bit longer. But then you just you're just taking a breath. You feel like you've just uh, you're about to die. <laughs> but but that's not true because your body has a lot of reserve in it. And uh, and what ends up happening is you get these contractions in your diaphragm, so you end up getting these like, um, like, uh, it's, it's almost like a convulsion. So you let it sit, but you stay with that yeah. contraction. That contraction is basically one way that your body is trying to tell you to take a breath in. But you still have more in the tank. You actually still have more tolerance left in you to that lack of air, and you can keep going. And I've realized it actually makes me quite anxious. So I figured out that there's a level of anxiety there to the point yeah. where, in the mornings, right? So it's gonna sound ridiculous, but um, the when I if if I feel that anxiety, it makes me want to take a shit straight away. Oh, <laughs> so, yeah, it's like I didn't think oh. you would say that, to you. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> exactly. It's like this is gonna be weird. To What's he gonna come out with? Oh, I need to, I'm gonna shoot my pants in bed while I'm doing this exercise, Right. <laughs> <laughs> It's wild. It's wild. Like uh, so, the first week of training actually went by okay. And then, I didn't my yeah, I didn't show. I was fine. <laughs> Everything was all rosy. I had no idea what was coming. And then I'm in. Uh, I'm just finishing up the second week. And uh, during the week, it was a bit of an ordeal. I didn't realize. Right, I started. I was holding my breath, and the the contraction started to kick in. And then I just got this urge. I was like, "Oh my god, I need to go to the toilet." This like. I likened it to about to do like you know heavy squats, but you need yeah. to go. It's like if you carry on, you're gonna shit your pants, right? Yeah. So I was like, oh, I'm gonna stop and I'm gonna go, and then I came back and I started again, and I got the urge to go again, right? I was like, what the hell is going on? So I realized like there's this level of anxiety that builds up in my system. And, uh, you know, like, if you get anxious, you just, like, some people, one of the reactions is to just feel like you need to go to the toilet, right? It's like, mm. people talk about it all the time. It's like, you know, you're at a jiu-jitsu competition or something. You just start to get that anxiety. Whatever you're about to compete in, and it's a, like the, uh, you're about to go into the event. You're about to go into the arena. People are like, I just felt like I was going to vomit or I was going to shit my pants. Mm. You know, it's, it's quite a normal thing. So this is the experience that I'm getting. And I've realized that it's coming from the the contraction so when i contract because you're overriding the urge to breathe i'm I'm starting to freak out and i didn't it wasn't like that in the first week it was relatively plain sailing but now the second week is starting to push things it was like okay maybe maybe this is what's going on it happened once i didn't think anything of it. it happened a second time i was like all right let me see what happens the third time and the third time it happened again and it was just basically every time the contractions kick in my body's just going my brain's just going panic mode panic mode panic mode and is getting anxious and i have to i have to address that basically if i want to see this through um i can't let that mentality stop me so i did in one of the rounds i stopped early it was stopped earlier than i should have done and i was like fuck i know i could have carried on though but there's this my the, the way i'm feeling about it right now i'm quite anxious about it so mm-hmm. i need to i need to go through a whole host of things to be like you know what it's actually okay to hold your breath that long it's actually okay to let your diaphragm contract and i'm using all the anatomy knowledge that i know to make it sound fine to me so i'm like okay if you start to contract it's okay because you're strengthening your diaphragm muscle and that's only going to improve your breathing if you start to contract it's okay um uh, because you've got a bunch of like you know you've got a bunch of uh, lymph nodes that are clustered in your gut uh, in your uh, just underneath your diaphragm so if that starts to contract it's going to help lymph fly uh, float around your body and that's going to help you um uh, detoxify your body so you know that's another good reason to do it and the other good reason is you know i'm building up my co2 tolerance so i'm just basically trying to reel off every good oh. reason it's worth it so i can override that feeling of discomfort and because the discomfort is just it's always going to be there and i have to basically get myself very comfortable being uncomfortable Mm. um, so it just feels like a bit of an ordeal but because i went back to i reset my mind i went back to it and i was just while i was doing it i was uh, getting the contractions. so for basically for a three minute 15 hold i started getting contractions at around one minute 50 in so i was still um nearly a minute and a half of holding my breath, but those contractions are kicking in to make things feel uncomfortable. And I have to remind myself is I like, actually I've got a lot more left in the tank. That urge to breathe doesn't mean that I've run out of oxygen, kind of thing, right? Because even when I exhale, well, even when like I'm supposed to breathe in, uh, I exhale first. So that just clearly means that I've still got something left to be able to keep going. But it's just the idea that you're overriding this natural urge which is to breathe, which is the thing that keeps you alive and then it puts your body into a bit of a panic mode so I'm having to just tell myself, you know, change my perspective on the thing instead mm. of being, this is anxiety inducing, this is fucking horrible, I'm mm. like, this is simple, this is easy, mm-hmm. this is fun, I like this, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. You know? and, and it's just making me better, it's just making me better, it's just making me better and um, it is yeah, it's madness, man.
1: <laughs> That's super cool, man. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Does that, do you know what was really funny? I've got, mm. I'll show you my board quickly because i've got some times on my board from, from this exact thing like is really? it there like where are we, where are we looking there yeah. see the times those yeah. are the breath holes in the morning oh, <laughs> those are morning breath holds
0: yeah yeah what what uh, what yeah. have you guys you... was it seconds or minutes or what was that
1: yeah seconds seconds just literally like kind of bra- brand new to it didn't i've never done it before so like the longest idea you know uh, nick d nick d introduced me a thing called the bolt score and I think yeah, um, yeah. I don't know if it's any different to what you're doing. You'll probably be able to tell me more on this. But you you breathe normally, then you exhale a little bit, and you just hold there. You don't necessarily mm-hmm. want to hold a big breath of air in. You're actually breathing out and seeing how your CO2 CO2 tolerance is. <clears throat> and um, at the start, mine was mine was whack. Like, I couldn't couldn't actually mm-hmm. like as soon as I first kind of I feel like you've you've said there that contraction started at like one minute fifty for you. I feel like it starts at like 15 seconds for me. I'm just like, hey, what the <laughs> hell's going on here? Like, we do it, right? You doing, stay alive, right? And uh, so the first time is like 28 seconds and 35, then 37, then 42, then 45. So it gradually gets longer where I'm, I'm I'm okay with it. But what he's told me to do is don't take it to a place where your body starts to really struggle. Just take it to a place where you feel a little bit uncomfortable and then breathe out and then just kind of relax from there. And I think that's um, it's probably a similar thing to what you what you're talking about here. And uh, what I actually, what sparked me to start doing it was was David Blaine. I don't know if you watched his David Blaine on Joe Rogan. I haven't,
0: I haven't seen it yet. No, it's funny because it's, I started doing this before, just like the week, uh, just the few days before Blaine actually appeared on there. Okay, and I was like, okay. timing, man.
1: <laughs> yeah, exactly. Exactly. This, this guy was talking about his like 17, 20 minute breath hold. And I was yeah. like, what the hell, man? Um, but yeah, it's really interesting how you're talking about staying calm, reeling off the benefits. I'm doing the same things, I'm doing the same things. If you're just standing there, just kind of like, I'm, I'm like, you know, there's these meditations where you're trying to go within yourself and you're just trying to like, I'm trying to feel the, the points here. I'm trying to feel the bone, the muscles, the musculature, the, and I'm checking in with all my little checkpoints across the body, the hips, the shoulders, the knees, the ankles, the spines, everything. And um, all that is to do is to take your mind away from the discomfort. And, mm. uh, that I think just the practice on its own, the, the time is, it's almost irrelevant at this point because you're not going to be amazing at breath holes the first time you do it, but it's yeah. the practice of taking your mind away from the pain that that's, that's the, that's the thing you're trying to, that's, that's the skill you're trying to fortify. Um, it's really interesting, man. It's probably, it's one of those, uh, it messes with you, you know what I mean? Cause you start doing it and you're just like, all of a sudden, like body just pains. I haven't, I haven't had the shits yet, which, which I'm, I'm not looking forward to, but, um, <laughs> doing,
2: I, I, I feel <sighs> to i don't
1: know god i don't know i don't know but um i feel like i'm a bit scared about this in one sense this is strange i'm gonna share this right i feel like i'm such a literal person sometimes when someone says don't breathe i feel almost like i'll just drop on the floor in a minute like, i'll just be like <laughs> okay i didn't breathe like what do you want me to do like i'll, I'll just i'll stay with my breath held. hopefully i will do that but um yeah i feel like i just choked myself out by just not breathing and just be like oh he died by trying try to try to try to hold his breath or whatever um, anyway yeah just to widow but, but it's a really interesting practice what what's the what's the goal of doing it for you what's what, what, what's the why
0: yeah man it's, mul- it's multitude uh, multitudinous but um, but yeah uh, first of all on that point and then the difference between the bolt and what I'm doing the um, it's like yeah there is that kind of it's like it's very very rare for it to happen but you have to like, uh, there is that slight danger involved where it's like, you can hold too long. Like this yeah. is when you're really, really pushing yourself, right? Like supremely pushing yourself. So you want to ideally do it with other people, but it's going to be rare that you Get you to a point where you're going to choke yourself. right? Yeah. <laughs> it was like uh, knock yourself out with, uh, because you didn't, um, and because you didn't breathe. Wow. Um, cause there is a bit of a, uh, there is a response where you're just going to go, no, I'm going to have to do it. Yeah. And then, Uh, yeah, so the BOLT score is just basically breathe in, breathe out, hold. Idea is to get to at least 40 seconds because then that means you've got good CO2 tolerance and that means you're more efficient at using oxygen in your body. And um, whereas with this, with the apnea tables, you basically before, like you want to do calm breathing, so long, slow, deep breathing, just to make sure you're calm, getting your heart rate down a little bit. Then you're going to... Take a breath in, where it's about seventy-five percent max of your breath in. And then breathe completely out any residual air. You breathe that out as well. Then you take a massive, huge breath in as well, filling up your stomach, filling up your lungs, and then even gulp in some air afterwards as well. So, like as much air as you can possibly get in, and then the timer starts. So, that's that's the difference. It's a big difference. So you like you're holding your breath on the breath in, and then building tolerance over time to those contractions to the the co2 building up in your system and the o2 coming down mm. and there's different ways of training it where your rest periods and some of them they come down and you hold your breath for the same amount of time and whereas the stage i'm at now which is the o2 tables which is um the oxygen tables where your rest period is constant but you're increasing the amount of time you're holding your breath oh, for okay so, so that's like
1: increasing the density right
0: Say again.
1: Sorry. Both a form of like increasing the density of the of the workout.
0: Yeah, yeah. It's just yeah. Um, approaching different ways. Whereas mm-hmm. one kind of makes you a little bit more tolerant to CO2 in the system. The other one is making you more tolerant to having less O2 in your system. Okay. 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 When the time is increasing, your hold time is increasing. That's the O2 table where you're increasing your tolerance for low O2, and then where right. your rest time is decreasing, but your hold mm. time is the same. Um so your breathing time is decreasing and your holding time is the same that's improving your CO2 tolerance. Okay. 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 That's really yeah. interesting. Yeah, yeah. So um the motivation for doing it is basically um it's yes, yeah, it's purely to do with health and fitness when you know, so it goes back to the point of uh improving your carbon dioxide tolerance. So everybody thinks that when you need to breathe it comes from you need oxygen. Actually it's your buildup of carbon dioxide which tells you to breathe so it's not even that your oxygen level starts to go down that your body says i need to breathe your brain tells you to breathe it's actually that your co2 level relative to how much oxygen you have in your system has gone up it's the it's the carbon dioxide which is convincing us to take a breath and uh, so when you become better at tolerating carbon dioxide in your system the oxygen that's carried in your red blood cells becomes uh, more easily, more readily uh, absorbed by muscle tissue, by organ tissue, by everything where it's actually needed, uh. because the urge to breathe comes from the uh, increase in, in CO two, and uh, so why that's useful is when you're basically uh, you know health fitness when you're when you're doing an activity. You are going to be using oxygen more efficiently to fuel your muscles, to fuel your organs, and um, they're oxygenated better, so they're better mm. oxygenated. You're able to last longer in mm. the activity you're doing, but also for for health, better oxygenation just means better health as well. Uh, mm. Everything functions a lot more efficiently, and uh, that's essentially what it comes down to is um, is that because there's a lot of people will breathe too shallow like uh, they're not taking they're taking too many breaths and that sounds a little bit crazy but you can breathe too much if you're breathing too much it basically means you're uh, it's kind of it's like low-grade hyperventilation and you're kind of expend expelling more co2 more carbon dioxide than you actually need to be and if you're doing that then you never actually get the signal to uh, uh, you never actually use oxygen properly in your body because you just don't have enough CO2 to signal a proper breath in. So then uh, your breath becomes more shallow. So you want to be able to regulate your breathing so that you can actually improve your use of oxygen in your body. And so a lot of people suffer from that. So you can help people improve their fitness by helping them improve their carbon dioxide uh, tolerance. Uh, and so that's a big reason why I'm doing it. And I've noticed as well where, with the uh, with running, for example, I was off for five weeks, and uh, because I was just making sure like some dysfunctions were creeping up, and I was like, before they turn into injuries, I'm going to go take care of this. Started taking care of it, so I didn't train for five, I didn't run for five weeks, and then I was like, okay. Knee feels good now, so I'm going to go for a run. And uh, by this point, I'd started doing the O2 uh, the the apnea tables, these something um, breathing training, and. I came back and I basically I pushed myself as much as I'd push myself uh, in the run if I was going as fast as I was doing my, if I was doing my current PB mm. and whenever I would aim for that I would end up uh, finishing the run and kind of like being gassed out whereas here it was my run was 10% longer because I had run for 5 weeks but my heart rate level was at the same level as if I pushed myself to my pb i stopped running and i was breathing normally even though my heart rate was jacked up i was just breathing Mm. normal recovering very very quickly i was like shit all right this has already happened and it was once and i was okay this is just once i'm going to see what happens again second run third run fourth run same story and like my time started to get better how much i was pushing myself was roughly the same just like a few heartbeats um per minute lower um but, yeah, it was already starting to notice a difference in, in, in recovery because I'd been doing this uh, breathing training. That's badass, man. Yeah. And, yeah. And the other thing is, is like, the, the other metric is with whoop as well. So my whoop recovery, um, I had the best whoop in recovery that I've had for the longest mm. time.
1: Nice, man. Nice.
0: Coinci- coincided with doing the breathing training
1: love it love it that's interesting you, you reminded me i didn't have mine on yeah after, the sh- after the shower i took it off um wow man that's really cool did, did you know what just quickly off the top of my head the last thing you said was recovery uh, i remember mm-hmm. falling asleep one night uh in the week and my recovery has been steady at like 60 percent for the last two weeks kind of mm, there but not really i'm not really, oh, not really amazing but um hrv has been been average whatever but um i had a night where i specifically remember box breathing to fall asleep and Mm -hmm. like that's that's a i think that's a really rudimentary form of holding uh doing some kind of breath hold because you're you're doing that three second or four second kind of period where you're holding your breath whether it be on the inhalation or on the exhalation and Mm -hmm. um at a certain point you do feel a little bit uncomfortable with box breathing sometimes whether if if you're doing it correctly um and that night my recovery was 80 odd percent and uh green for the first time in, in weeks you know what i mean so yeah I definitely i definitely think that the, the breath stuff has a lot to do with that man it's really interesting
0: yeah yeah 100 it really yeah. does is um the way you breathe affects whether you're in a stress state or whether you're in a, a calm state you yeah, know mm-hmm. a direct connection to your brain through your diaphragm muscle so you're able to literally influence how you feel and think by regulating your breath and it mm. has a knock-on effect to every other system in the in the body as
1: well so yeah wild. that's properly wild man i wonder how far that can go that can be taken in terms of what we uh, what we can just say so we train and we want to we want to put kilos and kilos and kilos on certain movements to help mm. tissues of the body but to help that brain body connection and and the implication it also has on like you said stress um, yep. the same way that kind of we deal with a workout therefore life isn't as stressful but now mm-hmm. we're dealing with a a thing that we can take everywhere with us we don't need a gym to to, to dominate our brain breath, our breathing you know what i mean um that that is something uh, because of the implication it has on stress and how the body regulates itself or whatever that's really interesting man really really interesting i think people can get a lot out of that yeah yeah i yeah, think so yeah,
0: okay. yeah. it's because it's one of those like a lot of people will dismiss it and mm you know, as breathing, I do this every day to keep me alive. It's like, yeah, but um, unfortunately, and like a lot of people ain't doing it right because mm. there's a way to breathe. Like physiologically, your body is set up to breathe a certain way. Like you don't have a nose for nothing, you know? It sounds like a ridiculous statement. Like everybody knows your nose is for breathing, but mm. most people ain't actually using nose for breathing. It's like, what's mm. interesting is i a learned a bunch about this stuff and just walking down the street and I can look at someone's face and I can know whether a mouth breather or not you mm. know. Yeah. Mouth breather. yeah yeah for sure yeah exactly it's because it's, I, I stranger things. yeah that was it yeah. so um, i never watched things right but Watch, i knew I that, to, that mouth breather became a bit of an offensive term uh, mm. for, from stranger things and um yeah, so don't be a mouth breather, man. Yeah, man, that's it. <laughs> that's basically, it. but uh, mouth yeah, and and you gotta if you are, then you gotta be able to train yourself back into using your nose. There's one thing where like you know, you've had your nose broken, you have got a deviated septum, maybe you need to have that surgically repaired. But that is actually worth doing if you've mm. if you've had your nose had your nose busted in because your ability to breathe uh, through your nose changes how much energy you have in the day. Mm-hmm. Even if, you know, change anything else but you just instead of breathing through your mouth you start breathing through your nose you have more energy your nose is basically designed to take air in filter it properly um, and pressurize it in a certain way and it also activates vasodilation of your blood vessels so your blood vessels open up so you can get more Mm -hmm. blood flowing through the body and then because of the way it passes through the nasal cavity it actually um uses oxygen better well Mm. where none of those benefits from mouth breathing so you want to be able to use your nose as much as you can you can train yourself to use your nose again in the same way where somebody might say you know what bicep has shrunk because you haven't been curling you know Uh, you you you're not you can't breathe through your nose because you haven't been breathing through your nose so once uh, you start train breathing through your nose just like you start training your bicep it starts to get bigger you start to train your uh, na- uh nasal breathing you actually start to get better at breathing through the nose
1: yeah man i've noticed that for sure yeah Paul, pull check like do the thing to have the power right like yeah just, just just breathe through your damn nose like close your mouth So like the rock we, we quoted the rock like two weeks ago right shut your <laughs> mouth and know your nose change it change know your role shut your mouth and know your role shut yeah. your mouth and do your nose Get, get get in touch with that thing. Exactly. So I feel like the Malik, the Malik, freaking uh, the nose that we got here. Flip a it, deck. It's like two two tunnels, man. Like channel tunnels <laughs> in my face. I'm just sucking that air in. I have this on uh, on my cardio <laughs> days. Yeah, legit, like a Hoover Henry right here.
0: Um, <laughs> Henry saying. Brown next week. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Love it. I was on uh, I was on a, a yeah I mean, chimney. Uh, I was on a like, concept two this week. Uh, rower and um Nick's got me doing nasal breathing the whole time, whether I'm whether I'm pushing uh high RPMs and then recovering and whatever. And uh the problem I get is I don't know why I get crazy crazy like not crazy mucus buildup, but when I'm trying to really force through my nose, that's like bogey just like, flies out somewhere. I'm, I'm, <laughs> sorry, sorry, let me, let me wipe that. I got fifteen seconds left left in this like this 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 row. I'll get that in a second. I'm really sorry. I don't like blow my nose half the time.
0: Exactly. If you just keep an eye on that bogey in the corner of the room that you just <laughs> I better make sure I keep an eye on that one. <laughs> yeah, nobody else saw it.
1: It's fine. <laughs> <You know. laughs> too right, too right. But yeah, man, but it's it's, it's proper. It's a quite definitely a superpower, man. Having having the ability to breathe through your nose and um, and just regulate it, regulate it completely. It's um, I've I've a client right now who plays who plays rugby for a really high level. Actually, he plays for his national team, and um, he's he's always just like <sighs>
2: <sighs>
1: like breathing day one. Obviously, being rugby players, I just nose broken a few times um but one of the first things we worked on was just like open that shit up man i remember kind of like telling him just like put your fingers here and just kind of like blow through it and just I want, I, want, I, want, I want to see this shit just open up a little bit and just whether whether it be i want you to chew some more gum to see to see airwaves just kind of menthol just gets in there and you open your shit up and man. then from there it's like okay like you have you have you, have you met your nose now great really <laughs> we're, we're, we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna really get to be good friends and uh yeah between sets it's uh it's sets of breathing and recovery and whatever it's, it's constantly uh there in his plan and he's noticing the differences already where he's on everybody else come back from lockdown and uh i don't know if you well i don't know if you've been back to the gym but there is certainly some damage being done during lockdown <laughs> let's just put it that way let's put it that way like sure. i'm so thankful i'm so thankful that i've, I've like chose the right path we, we had this choice. You, you, you told me about like people just investing in the wrong thing during lockdown like people just Alcohol sales going up and this going up and everything yeah. going up. We're just like, okay, can we train three times a day now? Yeah, great, we can. Okay, cool. Let's, let's start let's start running and start shadow boxing and start doing this and start doing that. We, we go back to the gym now and we're like, Oh shit, some people yeah. didn't make the right choice. Like, uh, <laughs> but yeah, it is what it is. Just thankful, thankful that we made that right choice. Um yeah, and he, he's noticed that already with getting back on the rugby rugby pitch, um, where he's recovering way faster. Obviously, the other the other training is having an implication as well through his core or whatever, but that's something that he's he's never had before his ability to breathe through his nose so it's okay mm. yeah we got this down now it's good powerful man yeah you can yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. stuff like uh, nasal strips as well, mm. so, nose. And then, yeah we could and then yeah. tape his mouth as well
1: yeah that's it that's it yeah but was doing that a little while a little while back he yeah. had this like bite down thing that he would wear and uh mm. he looked like a proper dork doing it but like he's uh <laughs> It's, it's all game game for the course, but you look like a dork when you wrap your knees and go and do some squats, right? It's like, what are you doing? Like? <laughs> like, like, just, just, just go, just go to squat. But like, yeah, you got to do it. You got to do it. Yeah, exactly.
2: yeah like, love especially, it. Uh, love
0: it. especially during sleeping. So when I experimented with the whole shebang, mm. I, I must have looked like I was in some experiment, man. Like I'd, I was like, look, deserved like, looked like a lab rat. It was ridiculous. I had um, mouth tape over my lips. I had the nasal strip on and I had a in and then I put an eye mask over my face. <laughs> you
1: know, this that is that is legit. One of my favorite films of all time, Commando. Right. If you've <laughs> not seen if you've not seen Commando, that, that scene where he's like ricking the war paint out and he's like he's like loading all his guns, put that one there and he's like friggin' putting the shit over here, and all these bandoliers, Jesus, there, just kidding himself out to go. Nice night sleep. See you later, guys. He's got his old Grey brewing. Ashwagandha <laughs> is <laughs> just there. Just, just
0: yeah. go,
2: oh, there's my tablet. Very good.
0: <laughs> Blue blockers are on. <laughs> oh, that's pretty hilarious. know, yeah. Let's not forget the rest of the setup as well. Then, like, okay, here we go. Here we go. No overhead lighting. It's just a Himalayan salt lamp, which is like you know, got that red low lighting um, <laughs> yeah man it's it's all love it
1: love it we're all gonna go oh. save it it's a bit by sleep that's all yeah
0: do. that's the other thing as well just to add to that <clears throat> son um he hooked me up with a mouth guard as well he made me one personally oh then, yeah okay yeah so he was like wear it while you're asleep as well so i just i was wearing that while i was sleeping too because there were a couple of nights like uh i basically started to notice i was grinding my teeth a bit oh, so okay. And I was like, okay, it's probably, it must be like stress related on some level. And this is how it's manifesting itself. So he was like, just wear it while you sleep because otherwise it just completely fucks your teeth up. You just keep grinding mm. away. And I was doing that for a bit. And like now everything feels fine. So could you imagine that setup? Mouth guard, tape, nails strip, <laughs> eye mask, earplugs. And I was like, God. yeah, you know, fuck this. My, my body didn't like it as well. It doesn't like having anything in its ears like when it's trying to rest. It <laughs> I don't like wearing the ear mask, and then I realized that for me, I actually I'm pretty lucky. I keep my mouth shut while I'm sleeping, which again mm. is a nasal breathing. Because a lot of people will just like tilt their head back, mouth drops open, and they start breathing through the mouth, and again, it's not good quality sleep. So luckily for me, I was I realized that it wasn't making much of a difference to me. Mm. And then nasal strip again didn't do much. Luckily, again, my airways are actually pretty alright. So I was like, you know what, fuck it off. Like, I did it for a week, and I go, all right, I don't need to do this anymore because nothing nothing changes. So, no, no. Uh, 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 yeah.
1: <laughs> you went all the way, man. You went all the way. Full retard. It's yeah. Like, yeah you you know, full retard. You went from. <laughs> <him. laughs> Sam Penn. Was it Sean, Sean Penn? I am Sam. Went home empty-handed. <laughs> <laughs> Sean Penn did that. Went home empty-handed, man.
2: <laughs>
1: it's like, I love no. that. <laughs> If you're uh, if you're gonna do something, overdo it. Like it's worth yeah. anything worth doing is worth overdoing, right? And he's just there with his with his commando set up for his sleep, yeah. salt <laughs> lamp for <and> bringing <laughs> calm, calm, relaxing ocean whale music and flipping every everything is yeah that shit works that shit works. That's saw
0: <laughs> yeah, <I> guess, yeah. <laughs> I last week the Android relaxation playlist as well yeah, yeah. Right. you got you got to go full hand to see what works for you, right? And then I realised you know luckily I don't need Love a it, bunch bro. of that so it was uh, it was worth the
1: experiment you just need to breathe bro you just, just need, need to breathe. breathe that's it that's legit we're, we're
2: it. breathing
1: that's the one that's the one I love, I love that kind of the distilling nature of all that like I'm going to get all the gear everything in all of, it. all of it I don't care I don't care get this Amazon basket tipping over at the, at the seams just like <laughs> yep I don't give a shit it's all coming it's all coming my way for that first night's sleep like, oh it's on. I'm going to sleep so yeah. good yeah, exactly like just figure, just figure out along the way
0: yeah, but it's like um, I don't know if you got this like when you got the whoop for the first time I felt like you know I had this thing I don't wear watches as well so I had this strap mm. and uh, I could I could sense it so I didn't sleep well the first couple of nights and also okay. the video, there's something I feel like something's watching me because mm. this track so I'm like oh this fucking thing. man <laughs> I just feel yeah, like I'm being and then doing doing all that going full hog with all that stuff um, yeah, your your body's just like, what the fuck is this? It's like what, what you got in your ears, what you got over your mouth. This is really strange. Like what you're doing. And so, and like my skin is sensitive in the sense that I can just really sense stuff on me. Yeah. So yeah, it yeah, didn't yeah. for a couple of nights and then kind of got used to it a little bit. And then then I was like, Thankfully, I don't need it. But when it mm. comes to you know using earplugs, even the mouth tape, I'll probably use the mouth tape. If I feel like, you know, I know I'm not gonna get enough sleep or I feel like I'm gonna have a rough sleep, I'll use it then just to make sure that. You know, I'm still breathing through the nose, especially if you kind of... Especially for me, I've worked it where if I feel like I've got something coming on, like I'm going to be a bit run down, then I'll use the mouth tape just to make sure mm-hmm. I'm nasal. So that I don't, like, uh, end up with blocked sinuses or some shit.
1: Interesting, man. Interesting. I need, to, I need to buy some of this mouth tape. I've never tried mouth tape before. But uh, I used to... I know I used to have sleep apnea when I was really big. And okay. uh, that shit messed me up, bro. I'm pretty sure. Like, I, I remember... Well, I. I funny i say it, i remember i actually don't remember big big periods of time when i was overweight like not not don't remember but i remember i should remember more i should have more recollection of memories from then whether, whether that's a kind of psychological thing kind of blocking shit out and be like oh i wasn't really happy with myself so i'm just gonna leave that shit alone but or whether that was legit me sleeping so bad that i can't actually recall memory recall information like kind of have have that stuff in my mind to, to call back on I think it's a mixture of both because because definitely times when uh, like my dad would tell me like we would do it sleep obviously in separate rooms but he would he would like call, come into our room at, at night but like, oh, okay you, 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 oh, he's he's sleeping but then stay there like, for a second he'd be like I can't hear nothing are you deaf breathing like you are you really really hundred percent breathing now obviously like that that weight you can block your shit up like like sleep apnea is a totally real thing and people have it at much less much lesser weight. Um but yeah I completely completely think that sorting that stuff out and really, and really delving deep and investing in your sleep and i said this to my mom uh, a couple of days ago i was like we need to like fully go in on some like egyptian cotton bed sheets and like just really really kind of like l- invest in this shit you know what i mean Like you invest in one of my mates told me once like you're either in your bed or you're in your or you're, or you're on your feet so make sure both both look after you you know what i mean so you, you we, we invest in like vivos and barefoot shoes and all this stuff but we sleep on or sometimes, sometimes our, our like bedding is like a couple years old, and you're just like, yeah, yeah, it's bedding. Who gives a shit? But really, that stuff's like gathering dust and it's feeding into it you while you sleep. So it's like, come on now, let's uh, let's let clear the shit out and uh, and invest in that stuff too, you know. So yeah, on that we're... on that note, any people listening with a bed sponsor, hook us up because we uh, need that shit. We need that shit, yeah. We, shit, yeah? <laughs> we can't be having no sleep yeah. That's no fun. No way. You're like what about
0: that healthy sleep is yeah, uh, you even get like now you even get um, earthing bed sheets as well. Or yes. like, you've seen those, you know, you just like put it over your uh, put it over your bed or underneath your bed sheet. So you just kind of wrapped it around your bed and it's connected into the earthing part the I'm just laughing because I'm like,
1: how far do we take this shit though? Yeah. <laughs> I've to your house one day you'll be on that like, tinfoil fucking hard. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like eating some like green paste like oh it's good for me. So... Yeah.
0: Right, it would be, it'd be Neuralink and that shit comes I I indeed not for a little one but oh, uh, yeah no, but that's the thing is like when you think about like the logic for it in a way it makes sense because it, it, you know being grounded being earthed is a thing mm. as well because mm. most of us don't get that connection with the ground and yeah. uh with, with the earth so the fact that you can you know kind of do that it's not it's synthetic in a well in a made-up kind of way but it's actually doing the same thing mm. it's important Is um you get um the right, visualization that you experience as well there's there's like a whole kind of like biophysics and uh, like science behind it as well which i'm not fully aware of but i just know that basically there was a family friend a few years ago who um, she's got young kids as well she was she got to a point where she couldn't hug her kids because she kept giving them static shocks wow. and they lived like in i think they, at the time they lived in like an apartment building as well so um, didn't have didn't have like a garden around Anytime they would go out, like, you know, it was always basically never in touch with the ground, never in touch with the earth. And um, so she was like, uh, my mom was like, this is what's happening to her. And then she was there and she was telling me a little bit. And I just went, go outside of my parents' garden and just walk around there for a bit with your shoes off barefoot. Mm -hmm. And she said, "Okay, I'll do that later. I had to go. I like I can't remember what happened, but it was basically I had to go. I was back in in back to my place. And then um, my mom was like, yeah, it worked. <laughs> she stopped being so static. And um and I was like, Yeah, cool. Like that was it. There's the that was the thought I had. It just seems like I, I was like, explain your environment to me. And uh so it was telling me, and then I was like, All right, well, just go take a walk mm. in for like five minutes and we yeah. bet see what happens. And then yeah, it just fixed her static. She was basically she couldn't like touch her kids for a little bit. It was just like That's
1: giving a static shock. Wild man. Yeah. Like, friggin' shockwave, you superhero. That's so cool. I first heard my mom I was like, wow, get her a costume. Like that, that's what she <laughs> needs. Static. <laughs> yeah. Static. static. Yes. It's like Spider-Man villain or something. Like what's uh yeah, the, the JB Fox where you play was he played? Shocker? Shocker, sure, or yeah, something
0: like
1: that. Yeah, like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That know, was, know. That's, that's so cool, man. That's a, proper, that's a proper house diagnosis, if you don't want me to say it. Like <laughs> just, just be like hmm like all this stuff like oh it's definitely not lupus and all this kind of things that you just go oh yeah walk around the garden go go, go for a walk go for a walk let's take you outside and like oh well this was triggering that this is triggering that but really all you needed was just some some take your shoes off and go for the go for a jog in the forest you're fine yeah,
2: man. Cured. It's, a, yeah, it's, a thing.
0: it's a thing man like just uh what is it the japanese call it forest bathing where you're being out in nature and just yeah that's what it translates to you're just being out of nature and you're just essentially recharging yourself because Mm. you're out of nature you're not looking at something that's directly in front of your eyes you're actually looking panoramic vision you're looking at stuff which is green you're in contact with the earth quite literally Mm. uh, seeing it properly as well um yeah and you actually lower your levels of anxiety and depression. you you just feel you feel good for it. it yeah man
1: TJ was saying, reporting the same thing back. He climbed uh, Snowden last week. That's why it wasn't. it he wasn't yeah. here. Um, and he was saying it was just like super cool being up there. Just, just being yeah. kind of there. You've just put a, you put a kind of a asterisk on that point as to why. Um, yeah, man. I, I think a thought came to my head while you were talking about people you see that uh, mm. mouth readers and like you can almost. It's almost a recipe, right, for, for fucking up the human being. Like, uh, and and you can almost read it in people's faces and, and people's habits and people's doings and like oh well this animal doesn't like being out of this environment but we've taken it so far left field of that environment that we're just literally trying to denature ourselves so readily and so often and so without care or without even knowledge and then we put our like our consciousness into, into computers or ipads or whatever but we're not the into the intuition of the animal is just gone to the point where like like your friend like she's so ungrounded and so unin touch with the things that that human being needs that it's like what the hell we um we need to go back to our roots right and just go back to the things that we inherently are you know what i mean like we we need to see horizons we need to sleep at certain times we need to yeah. run and jump and eat these foods but really we we stay in well the whole like the rat race right like Yep. Wanted, wanted the movie wanted comes to mind where he's just like stuck in the same like in, in, inane existence but uh, there's, there's something else that he's like called for it's like go mm-hmm. back to that shit you know what I mean
0: exactly he does that and his anxiety goes down
1: right <laughs> yeah that's it that's it yeah, yeah, yeah. he doesn't want, doesn't, doesn't want to kill Janice at the office
0: yeah, <laughs> yeah exactly <laughs> Now he's got he's got a purpose now, he doesn't feel so anxious about life anymore. That's it. That's it. It's truth, man. Is uh, you got I mean, like again, pros and cons to everything, right? It's like mm. it's a beautiful thing that we can light up our night sky so that we can, you know, just in, just because we can and we need to, yeah, be able to see. Um it's nice to be able to extend the day. But then the flip side of that is we uh, we lose our sleep patterns and mm. the more the more research that gets done into this kind of stuff, the more we realize just how important this activity is, you know, to sleep. Um, The fact that everything is up close in our face is like when we focus our vision like that is pretty, puts us into a stress state. It's like when we're that focused, it's basically telling our brain just to, you know, be, be vigilant. So you lose the ability to have create panoramic vision where you can, you know, uh, diverge your vision and you can see, bigger picture and that has a calming effect on the nervous system and mm. you know, we lose our ability to do that so it's amazing that we have the environment that we do in a way because you know we have endless possibility but then mm. it comes at a cost as well and yeah i'm so, going find that balance
1: too right man we, can, we kind of come out come out of the box pretty perfect and then we're just like oh shit cool we have all this potential let's go and let's go and ruin this right now <laughs> yeah. just run all over the place and create like silicon chips and this and weapons of destruction just oh fuck's sake i made you guys so good now you know you're just like ruining the party stop doing that put that down
0: like... <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> i'm telling a child is like just running around after a child. It's like don't do that have
1: you had this uh, you know have you had the comedian al murray yeah the the landlord have you seen his sketch yep. about about God who uh, like he sketches like planes don't actually don't actually fly um, it's not a thing like air, aerospace is not a thing. He's just uh, just God flying the planes, but but this this is why like occasionally they fall there because he's so busy flying all these planes. Like that he, he does it on stage. He's doing all this shit with his hands. Like oh I gotta catch this one, to catch that. One. That's why he's so busy because because he can't actually fly all the planes. We're, we're just making all this shit, thinking that thinking that we are oh, we are masters of the sky and all this stuff. The Wright brothers are on and all that shit. But with the Wright brothers around, he's just like okay, go on guys, cool. i I'll, I'll 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 skate you across the sky. But now it's like air everything and uh, he can't quite keep up so that's why that's why shit goes wrong sometimes that's, <laughs> yeah. uh, that's, that's, that's the premise of the joke it's funny it's legit man yeah he's uh too many Was it yeah
0: try yeah. to go his hands in too many pies like can't, yeah can't, even god can't keep up
1: nah, man. we just we just we just we just messed it up man we just messed it up we need to we just go back to just being super chill super simple all these like yoga retreats right it's like going to the woods and say nothing for two weeks it's like <laughs> oh, this actually oh this actually works like I, this this, yeah. this is
0: really good <laughs> it's, like, it's the ext- it's the extreme end right it's like you know silent retreats and stuff like that is like mm. a place they're helpful they can provide us a lot of insight about ourselves mm. but there's um yeah i can't remember it's like uh i'm playing eric cressy i don't know where i heard it be- from right but mm. it was just it's so simple it's like it's something i've always kind of said anyway it's like you, know, you don't need to go on a detox diet there's no such thing as kind of like detoxing is and but then somebody just said a really nice line which is like if you feel like you need to go on a detox then stop toxing yeah. Yeah. <laughs> It's as simple as that it's like stop fucking so true. putting toxic shit in your body all the time if you feel like i'm gonna go on a detox you know yeah and yeah just none of that shit makes any sense and uh you know there's even an argument that it's actually it could be really bad for you because at the end of the day if you're juicing like 30 fucking celery, celery pieces and downing that and you think that's good for you is like well if you try to eat 30 celery pieces tell me how that good goes for you you know it's uh, it's just it's just not supposed to happen like that so is uh <laughs> yeah is like you don't even have to you don't even have to do that you don't even have to be yeah, there the same way like um for example, like, you know, i been fasting for the longest time, you know, got um, got big. Everybody's like, oh, yeah, what I have to do is fast and, you know, I'll, I'll be healthier. He's like, good, do fasting. But what you need to understand is that it's the calorie restriction which has the biggest um, yeah. implication, implication to your health, right? So if you just actually manage your calories day to day, you wouldn't have to feel like you need to do a 5-2 fasting. Mm. You don't have to feel like you know two days a week uh, if you wanted to follow that protocol, you don't have to feel like you got to have like zero to 600 calories Mm. in two days out of seven. Just manage it, then you actually get all the benefit pretty much from calorie restriction. That's it, bro.
1: Perfect, perfect world, and all that, right? We're we're, we're, we're just engines of just mucking shit up, like, no, like back to the god, I just stop doing this. Why are you you destroying my great creation? Like, (laughs) imagine sitting there, just like. (laughs) Yeah, <laughs> i don't want to play that well you know what i mean just like go get out of here just do what you want to do don't yeah bad. it's so true it's so true you so your people like kind of everyone loves the extremes right everyone just loves the extreme version that's why that's why this stuff sells um it's really interesting that the the, the channel four thing that i was talking to you about um they were asking me about about a about a, a like what kind of diet are you following what kind of diet did you follow Hmm didn't really follow a diet like you said i just stopped toxing myself i just stopped like crazy amounts of sugar all the time stopped kind of my relationship with mr kipling ended and it was like great <laughs> and uh, it was best thing for me right but that's that's as simple as it is i mean that's as simple yeah. as it is but people want this like amazing fad thing i'll tell me what we can what could we like showbiz this with it's like nah man stop trying to stop trying to make this square peg fit in that round hole i just did what i did and it worked like cool let's just be about calorie restriction and knowing what the body needs so but that's not really glamorous so we're just gonna yeah. need a need a bit more razzle dazzle on that please mm-hmm. get out of here man what are you doing
0: yeah exactly big time it's always always it's just you're just blinded by the so-called glamour of it all it's like you see somebody do you talking earlier like 200 kilo deadlift it's like do you know how fucking hard that is Mm. how much effort it takes to get there you don't just see that person doing it and think oh you know what i'll never be able to do something like that it's like no that like you're seeing like oh i finally got through all of uh, jordan shallow and derek Woodsky." Um, oh wicked. yeah the one you told me to right and then uh W-Wisky said a great line he's like yeah i've been strong since before instagram <laughs> you know? yeah it's, like, it's just that like now everybody can see it <laughs> that's it that's it and, and it's that's that's what it is. It's like these people have been doing that behind the scenes. Mm. Some people will be posting their progress as well, but then you've got to see that progress for what it is. Is yes. leading them to that point where you see them do the outrageous thing. You see somebody do a handstand. You see somebody do a one-arm handstand. You see somebody do a plant. You see somebody do a two-hundred-kilo deadlift, and they weigh hundred kilos, like mm. they weigh seventy kilos themselves or something. Is it's just constant, constant effort that has got there and uh, you see the end product which to you looks glamorous Mm. but but you just you got to remember the effort that it took to get there and you can have the same thing you just got to be committed to the process and Mm. what I like um you ever been to like a live sporting event like go to a football match or something
1: um basketball game a Mm. couple times uh JITS tournament once yeah with Sylvie that was it that was really really the only couple of things I've never done much of that to be honest
0: yeah, okay. Because, yeah. like, because I was going to liken it to watching t watching sport on TV versus watching mm. it live and actually being there. So I've been to like Man United versus Man City. I've seen Ronaldo. Like, I've got it on video. Like the moment he took a free kick against Man City and scored it. You know, it was like shit. Couldn't have timed that one better. And mm. and what's so like you know behind the camera on Instagram, something looks extra glamorous but if you were the person if you were there and you saw him do it you'd be like "Was that it this is like mm-hmm. it's just another human being that you're seeing but because you got this separation it creates this warped sense of uh this person is something else this is not mm-hmm. a person this is an entity that i have no i cannot relate to in a way mm-hmm. Like um, you could do the same, like The Rock would be a great example of that. You know, you see him on Instagram, you just see this beast. You see somebody who's like multi, multi-millionaire. You see somebody who's like ultra famous, like from here all the way to like, you know, he's big in China as well. Everybody knows who he is, wherever he is. And so you're just like, this is this is massive separation. But, you know, you meet the dude, you realize this guy has been hustling his entire life right, to get to where he is. Mm. And And that's a human being as well and so the so when i've been to a live event like i've seen like i've said to you before like the closest thing to an idol for me is roger federer right so mm. i've seen sat behind his chair when he was doing his changeovers at wimbledon and been like oh he's another dude yeah whereas <laughs> yeah, yeah. <That's laughs> it. on tv you're like holy shit! this here's this magician here's this balletic uh a tennis player who's just showing us the way in, in, in an impossible way you know everybody's like you could never be like that. but you just uh, so you when you remove that um that filter that instagram filter like quite literally as well you just realize as a human being who's pursued something to a point where they're very very good at it and you have the opportunity to do the same thing whatever your realm is mm. you just have to understand that the principle is the same as that person who looks like that thing it just looks like it's unattainable Mm, that's the one man. That's the one.
1: But then like you said, because there's this divide, there's like a chasm. We they they are they they are firstly deserving to be on the phone with billions mm-hmm. of views, all, all of a sudden their status is through the roof. And then you see somebody else in your in your local gym kind of doing maybe doing something comparable in, in strength sense or whatever, and you're just like, Oh, okay, cool. But really the act is the same. You know I mean the act is yep. the same. We've we've been we've been kind of brainwashed by this institution of media and flashing cameras and tuxedos and red carpets and, and reporters like shoving cameras and microphones in people's faces that now we we kind of respect the institution almost uh, almost it, and, and like you said it's warped our sense of what actually is going on and that it shouldn't be it shouldn't be because again, all of this stuff is attainable but we kind of put ourselves at a lesser standpoint because we we, we almost over respect it and we over recognize it to the point where we don't really know what we're doing we're just kind of playing along, you know, back to that kind of thing at the start where it's like the, the kid doesn't really know he should, whether he should cry or not. He shouldn't, but his, yeah. his automatic response is flashing cameras. Oh, what, what's going on over there? So we have this like downloaded response to the rock where it's just like, oh wow. Yeah. Like, 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 and, uh, that's, that's just programming. That's just literally just programming. You, 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 you can achieve, you can, you can see all that stuff for what it really is. Or you can be brainwashed by the, um, the facade you know, the smoke and mirrors that the, the guy behind the curtain just doing this and just like oh well yeah. come on man what are you doing that's what you're trying to play us for
0: yeah yeah that's it that's it yeah, yeah. The, it's, a, it's um yeah it's a strange it's a strange strange world like to, mm-hmm. to think of to think that <clears throat> yeah it's just big dissociation yeah it creates creates a massive dissociation we're seeing it as well like you know people just end up getting anxious because they see something on social media or on tv and just and it just makes them think a certain way it makes them believe Mm. that there's there's it's yeah it's kind of like i think um in a way i could liken it to when a person becomes a parent for the first time so like Mm. i'm I'm saying that, and I'm not even a parent, right? But I've I've read some accounts of people who are parents, and it's it's fucking hilarious. But at the same time, it's like they they're upset that there's this secret. It almost feels like it's um there's a secret um being held out until you become a parent, and then everybody's like ah gotcha, which is it's a beautiful thing to have a child, but it's also it can be excruciatingly difficult, like. Mm. lack of sleep just cleaning shit off their every part of their body (laughs) for like seven times a day and feeding and the crying and taking care it's just you you're done and there was one great little blog post that i read a while back of a dude who's like his new baby he goes he goes he goes the biggest dick move my three-month-old son ever pulled on me (laughs) was to convince me that he'd stop breathing oh fuck (laughs) and because children's breathing cycles the baby's breathing cycles are different to uh, adults right they'll they'll breathe 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 and if for for a moment they stop and you're like wait did you just stop breathing is he dead what the mm-hmm. fuck's happening breathing. Again. so it does this on a regular basis right and uh, so this guy was writing about that and he goes why did no one ever tell you that your child does this because i was convinced <laughs> my fucking baby was dead oh, <laughs> and could you imagine that feeling and then and then he was also talking about like, so that was just an example of how information is kind of held from you until you become a parent. And then you just learn everything all at once. Mm. No one ever tells you how difficult it is until you get there and everybody starts complaining and saying, Oh, you know, welcome to the real world kind of thing. It's like, why don't you just fucking tell us in the beginning, what it actually takes. And, yeah. um, and so there's no separation. There's no separation mm. between, you know, our idea of it and the reality of it. And that's, um, and so like, uh, that's the kind of tenuous link I guess <laughs> I'm trying to make between the yeah, it yeah, yeah It's like what people see and uh, think oh you know it's all amazing it's all amazing and look at that person I can't believe you know they've just done that but then really if they find out that you know that person has been through like a lot to get to where they're at you know they've had the equivalent of feeling like their babies died <laughs> and still pushed on um then you would realize actually I just need to do the same thing in my own way, as needed as
1: You got to go there and find out, right? It's like uh, <laughs> you're talking about. My mind's going to, you know, <laughs> I've seen Madagascar. Oh
0: yeah, ages ago.
1: Uh, the, the penguins where they go, we're going to go to Antarctica, and they have all this like crazy plan. They get there, and it's like, well, this sucks. I got to go back home again. Yeah. Go back to New York. It's like blistering wind, like constantly snowing. <laughs> Freezing cold. It's like, well this sucks. Yeah. Like <laughs> just go back. <laughs> what the hell? It's blo- like made up to be this amazing thing. And he's like, That's it. Not really. Not really. That
0: is probably Like here's the promise line. We're going back home. Yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah. Oh, this is, this is great <laughs> That's what <it> would be <laughs>
1: too good, bad. Too good. Right. Should, you should we do you? Should we, should we call it there, G Should we call it there?
0: Let's do it, man. That is it, plan uh, it a bit earlier. Yeah. Good amount of time. Good
1: chat. Yeah, buddy. Yeah, buddy. I like the, uh, there was There was a lot of like circular chat there, but it was all kind of revolving around similar things. We kind of went back and forth. I like it. I like it. Yeah, yeah.
0: It was a pleasure, man. It's good to, yeah, good to chat, bro. For sure. Hope, bro, for uh, sure. Hope everybody, hope everybody listening enjoyed the conversation, got something out of it as well. Tell us as well. Send us a message on uh, Instagram or make a post about it and tag us in it. Tell us, uh, tell us which bit resonated with you the most, what you got something out of. And uh, we'd uh, yeah we'd love to hear from you. You can find us on Instagram at Evolve Achieve Thrive, and um, yeah, share the conversation with your friends as well. People who need to hear the conversation, we're stoked to get it out there to everyone. And uh, we feel like um, a lot of people need to hear this kind of stuff. Get a different perspective. Hopefully, open up uh, open up a new way of thinking for people.
2: Too right, too right. Hope you guys enjoyed it, and we'll catch you next time. Ciao, ciao.